This episode of the Cutting Edge Podcast is brought to you by GlassGadget.com. Showcase Innovations creates tools that help shower door installers be more efficient and save time. Check out GlassGadget.com for more information. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to another Wednesday evening live stream from the Shower Door Professionals Group. That's us. We're the pros here. <laughs> Good to see you guys. Let's see what's happening out there. What's going on, Tim Connell? Much. Trying to stay cool. Is it warm over there where you're at? Oh, yeah. When I go home, it's going to be even warmer. So. <laughs> nice. So what time do you normally get out of the shop? Well, normally I'm out of here at 5 o'clock. It takes about a half hour to get home. So. Yeah. And where I go, it's five miles out the valley, and the weather just changes unless the fog rolls. You know, so it's a little on that side. So on Wednesday nights, you just hang out there and uh, I hang out here. Hop on the, the call yeah. with us. Yeah. That's cool. If I go home, my wife, you know, get, you done yet? Are you done yet? I know. Yes, I know. <laughs> you go home, there's gonna be trouble. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's what What's I'm happening with you, Allison? Uh just living a good life. Yeah, you are. Stay, staying busy and uh, you know. Paying the bills and staying out of trouble. You know. What more can you ask for, right? Yeah, yeah. So There's I, Bill Dobman. Saw him pop in. Hey, Come Chris. On, how are you? Good evening. Hi, everybody. What's up, Good Bill? evening. So, are you? You're probably gearing up to get out of uh, get out of town, huh? Get over to Atlanta. Yeah, we're gonna go Sunday. I know there's a couple of guys in this group that are going that we're going to meet up Sunday night at the uh, at the Omni and get to the show early. Nice. Yeah. Looking forward to it. First day of – well, first Sunday in football, so we'll see what happens. I, I'm not sure if the Falcons are playing home. I think they are. So it might be a madhouse. I'm not sure. Wow. Yeah, I, I didn't even think of that. I have to look at the schedule. They may not be home. Yeah, C.R. Lawrence is doing a tour at the stadium. Yeah, I got invited to that. All right, you going to go? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, looking forward to it. You can go look at everybody else's work. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, there's no way that the Falcons could be home, right? Because if we're going in the stadium, yeah, I guess there is a way. It's possible. We're going in Monday morning. Traffic's so bad, they never notice the difference. Yeah, because the show actually starts Monday. I'll look at the schedule while we're doing this. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it's right right there, huh? Right next door. Yeah. So, let's see. Philadelphia, Atlanta, but it doesn't say where. Let's see. Hmm. Earth. It could be in Atlanta because they, the home team is usually listed last, right? Yeah. All right. 
Well, hey, if you're out there uh, on the Facebook page, you want to join us here in the Zoom chat room, you can just go ahead and click on the link during the description. It'll redirect you on into here. And uh, I don't know, I really didn't pick out a topic today. I just thought I'd see what you guys were up to. I know that glass build is what's happening this week. Um, just curious how many of you guys are, are planning on going. I'm sure Ellie Ben's going, right? Yeah, we'll be there. All right. All right. I'll look you up, Elba. <laughs> cool. So you guys, uh, who, who has a, a booth there? Not what you, Bill? No, no. We go as a, an attendee. Yeah, cool. Yeah. NGA has a booth, so I'll see Max, probably uh, Andrew. Oh, absolutely. You can't miss those guys. They're everywhere. Yeah, right. yeah. Aren't they wearing, like, hats and glasses or something like that? The yeah, glass nerds for a while. Yeah, yeah. Has anybody had the uh, was it uh, the guys that drive around the truck that were stopping in on glass? Was, glass, Nations. was it glass Nations. nerds? Glazer Nation's been cruising the country. That's it, Glazer Nation. Yeah, nobody's had them stopped in at their place, right? Who are they? I don't really know who they are. I don't know if that's an organization or just some guys that call themselves that and go around talking to glass shops. I'll find out. I'm not well, sure, but I think the one guy's from New York and uh, his wife might, might have just had an aneurysm and passed away a week or two ago. You're kidding. Did you see that? No. It was one of the guys from Glazer Nation and his wife, young, young lady, um, had a brain aneurysm and was in the hospital and then passed away. Oh, wow. Did not know yeah. that. Follow him on LinkedIn. I did, saw a few posts on there. Maybe it's Facebook. I don't know. I don't remember. It's terrible. My gosh, that's sad news. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Well, I was just listening to max's podcast and um i haven't heard the whole thing yet uh the first guest he had on there was uh was jim evans with um big clips and um that's another company you know i've, I've heard about quite a bit um i mean i've seen the name out there but like i really didn't know who they were or what they did but just that um we're getting some traction, you know, out there because I'm hearing the name, you know. Isn't and, that uh, sort of the same thing that Brandon uh, does with the follow-up, same sort of computer program software? Yeah, it sounds like it's similar, you know. I mean, uh, um, there's some some differences, you know, of course, but uh, but in that same kind of uh, realm of, um, you know, marketing, um so, but, uh, but anyway, I mean, he mentioned Glazer Nation and it sounds like they've started up a partnership. Um, so they're working together somehow. And I'm not sure exactly what, what Glazer Nation is either, but it, it's that same sort of a thing where I've heard a lot about it. And it definitely, there's been some growth there for sure. Um, you know, I'm just so kind of sequestered here in my little shower door world that 
Um, the shower door industry is, is kind of big to me, and I don't really know a lot of what's going on in the different corners of it. There's just, it's amazing how big of an industry it really is once you start to look at it. You not listen to the whole uh, podcast? I haven't. I'm like halfway through the like second part of it. So I had to take a little journey down to Martinsville today, which is, I don't know, 160 mile round trip and got to listen to the whole thing. And, uh, yeah, I see. That's what I do is like I've got it on my um, on my phone, you know, and then just whenever I'm, you know, doing a job or need something to listen to, I'll crank it up and, and listen to the podcast. They had the, the marketing director from C.R. Lawrence, uh, forget her name. And uh, C.R. Lawrence is actually launching a new website finally. <laughs> wow. Within the next month, uh, maybe a little bit, a little more easier to cruise around. <laughs> yeah. Change, change all their catalogs so you can get through them. You can cruise as much as you want, but if you don't have product and you can't get it out, it doesn't do you any good. <laughs> it actually might make it worse because more people will be ordering stuff and they don't have it. I'm wondering if uh, with those guys left for F FMC, if they jarred them a little bit and got them out of their comfort zone and said, we better do something here because uh, Sierra Lauren ha hasn't changed much, but recently they've changed their shipping, now the website. So it seems like there's some movement there anyway. I don't know if it's related. I'm just shocked that when Don Fries sold C.R. Lawrence out and he only they only made him have a three-year um, no compete. Hmm. I mean, you're giving a guy over a billion dollars. Of course he can start up again. Doesn't I mean I wish I had a billion dollars to start up again. You know, I, I'm shocked that they're not scared to death of him because he's Basically, all the employees that <clears throat> were important went over, including Danny Donahue. Is, is, yeah, I've talked to Danny before. Is, is Mr. Freeze part of FMC? Yeah, yeah, he's the money behind it. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. that that's his company. Basically, it's Sarah Lawrence starting up yeah. again. Yeah, Sarah yeah, Lawrence 2.0. Yeah. I talked to him at the trade show last time in Las Vegas. I said, what are you going to do? Well, if somebody wants to start up a uh, company, I'll look at it. And if it's a good investment, I'll invest in it. <laughs> well, that's what he did, I think. Yeah. Because, you know, whoever's, you know, all the stuff they've been purchasing, you know, every month you see something they've picked up. Sure. You know, and it's C.R. It's Lawrence all over again. You know, they picked up the U.S. Aluminum. They picked up Jackson Closers. They, they did all that. So that's what you're yeah. seeing with this, this company now. It's the way the world moves. Oh, yeah. Yep. Always changing. Well, they're out Competi there. They're Competition's good, though. They're going to pick up Shower Door Showcase before you know it. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Got to watch out. Then Chris can fly us around his jet. His jet setter. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. <laughs> Yeah, me and Mr. Freeze. You know, lately my stuff from Sierra Lawrence is coming from different places. You know, L.A., Union oh, yeah. City, Texas. Yeah. You know, you know yeah, it is. You know, I don't get stuff shipped from Union City anymore um, unless I... Uh, I did. Unless you ship it freight. No, no. 
I got they, they don't ship like UPS out of Union City. I to got me UPS. anyway. I no, but I got a UPS box out of Union City the other day. Yeah, see, I'm a small player though. I'm just a small fry, man. You know, I don't get the love that you big players get. <laughs> no, actually, I, I do. I get a lot of love. <laughs> Say, Chris, if you're paying your bills, you're going to get the love. It's that yeah. simple. It's you know? true. Yeah. It's true. They, and if, they make. Yeah. If you're nice to people, too, you know, it's like, I mean, if, you, if you're patient with people and if you're understanding, you know, and it's like every time something goes wrong, you blow a gasket. I mean, it, that's a good way not to get good service in the future, you know, but. If you expect people to make mistakes and if you're patient with them and understanding, you know, um, it's amazing how far that goes with people because they really want to serve you and they really want to, you know, um, take care of you. It's like if someone blows it and your response is, hey, you know what, I get it. Um, you know, we're all human and let's see how quickly we can, you know, recover from this. I almost make a guy want to, you know, um, prove himself to, you know what I mean? It's, it's, uh, so it's kind of, you know, a psych psychology thing that, you know, you're dealing with people, you really need to know how to. Exactly right. You know, uh, I do a lot of the stuff with the school system around, and that's something that we're trying to help teach kids is your personal relationships, dealing with people, um, basically is negotiating at a very, very young age. Uh, be empathetic, understand their point of view, put yourself in their shoes and see how you can come to a resolution. Um, you know, so it, it's something that should be taught. So we're trying to help them do it out of the class. Yeah. Yeah, it's a simple thing. You know, um, one of the many um, kind of uh, success books that I read was talking about um, Starbucks. You know, what made Starbucks so... Um, so big and grow so quickly was just the way that they took care of their employees and uh, they just made it a point to like to take you know these these young kids really and teach them how to how to deal with people and just how to deal with situations and they just had a really um good program for preparing people for crisis and how to handle that and uh and they're really good at it. And as a result, you know, the people who went through that training um, really benefited, not just, you know, the job, because it's kind of, you know, a low paying job. I mean, you really have to make up for that by providing some other kind of benefit, some other kind of service. And that's what they did. And I don't know if it's still the same, you know, these big companies tend to lose that you know once they get to a certain point you know they they're you know kind of talking about crl i mean crl was um was just killing it you know so for so many years and then um when when they sold i don't know if the new owners had the same kind of vision um you know the old old guys did the ogs do you remember when they had salesmen yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Great. We had uh, Mr. Cook used to come around every five, six weeks. Sure. Nice personal touch. Yeah, we used to have a gal that came by 
And then another guy came by and then they put out the salesman. And this guy's name was Steve. And every time he had to come down and look at something unrelated, you know, he, he was like a rep then. And he always come by the shop and see how we were doing. Sure. You know, later on, you know. Makes a world of difference though, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Makes that was the good enough. old days. We used to get um, uh, free tickets, season tickets. They would pass out to like, the, I grew up outside of Philadelphia. So you could see the Flyers or the Sixers. And, uh, or Eagles. Uh, or, nice. back, or back in the day, if you ordered so much and it was over a certain amount, you could pick a, you know, a folding chair, one of their Sierra Lawrence Sanders or whatever. They'd have a, a, what do you call a, a gift or something you can pick with the order if you got yeah. over a certain amount of money, you know. We had a guy, uh, it was a company in New Jersey called Colonial, and they were sort of a Samaka C.R. Lawrence type deal. Yeah. And the guy would come around about every four weeks in a box truck. His name was Phil Little. He's a character, let's leave it at that. He'd come in with a 10-second commercial for the new latest and greatest tool that they would have. And uh, in the back of his truck, it was just like a, a miniature warehouse if you needed some Bailey Sash, J Channel, a tool, point gun, different supplies, basic supplies, right there. No shipping, right to your door. <laughs> and they Talk were called up by the Samaka, and then Samaka, you know, was called up by CRRs. You know, I mean, back in the day, when I first started, you bought from Samaka. Sierra mm -hmm. Lawrence didn't exist. You know. Yeah, well, like the story goes that, you know, Somer Amaka was um, the big guy, right? And CRO was the little guy. Yeah. And um, uh, I'm trying to remember how the story goes. It was like Somaka was going to buy, wanted to buy CRO. And um, oh, man, I, I wish I knew this story better. I'll still take that. over. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, they they didn't make a deal. But you know, as you know, CRL went on to become the big guy oh, and yeah, they ended did. up buying Somer Maca, you know. Yeah. Um so yeah, that was back in the, their glory days. They're just oh. buying up everything, you know. I got to where it was like um there was no really competition anymore. Um, Speaking of Samaka, I've got a, a twin belt stand up machine out here. Yeah, they had all the Runs equipment, man. They were the, the machinery. There are 220 motors on each one of them. They had what, 120 belts on them? These belts, I believe. How many had had those? My dad had it. The wet sanders? Huh? Was it the wet sander? Yeah. You'd polish on, you'd grind on one and polish on the other. I've spent many hours standing in front of those back in the. I did in, too. Another life. <laughs> when I first started, we do a did a job where we need uh, some of these uh, shells for a, a store. We'd cut them up in the shop, and I'd sit there and polish them. Got really yeah. good. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Spin in the glass, throw in the water. <laughs> now I now I use it for sharpening my chisel. <laughs> 
in fact, one side, the conversation the, piece, the box is rotted out, but the one side I rebuilt the box. So if I want to grind something with a heavy built, I can still do it. But then on that, it's just a picture there. But it still runs. Yeah, well, back in, you know, back in those days when I was just the young shop guy or whatever, you know, I mean, that we polished all of our own mirrors and stuff. I mean, oh, yeah, me too. You know, it was just, um, it was, labor wasn't so expensive then to where, no. you, you know, today you can't really afford to pay somebody to do no. that, you know. We had a port cable sander. And I finally wore it out to where I couldn't buy parts for it. And I started with it when I started working with my dad in the 70s. And it lasted all the way up to about maybe 10 years ago. And then the, the gears wore out and it, they were long gone. So but nowadays we just order everything out because we have it in our area. Not everybody has it in their area, so they have to get the machines and polish it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I don't have time for that stuff. Somebody else do it. I mean, I've got a slip rack in here that'll take 96 by 120, 84 by 120, all the way down. But all I'll say now is garbage. You don't stock anything anymore, huh? All I stock is double and single strength and maybe some eighth inch mirror to cut up during the day. Mm -hmm. Everything else you order out, you get the next day. Yeah. You know? I mean, we used, to have, we used to have cases and cases of glass in our shop and mirrors. No more. The prices are good there that way. Yeah. Well, let me ask you, if you guys were to start over right now, you're, you're a 25-year-old, you want to start your own business. <laughs> would you even consider doing what you did a long time ago, or would you just order from a supplier, mark it up, and install it? Order or from a supplier. So you just go out and measure and get everything from a supplier and install it. You wouldn't do anything in shop. No. That's your choice. How would anybody else? I would I'd want to do it by hand. Buy buy the cases, get good prices. It's just more hands-on. You get more involved. A mistake takes person um, personality out of it. If you're just taking something and putting it in, you're not really um, measuring, I don't know. I guess I'm still old school, but it's your fingerprints on it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's your. I guess what I'm getting at is some some guys. Every guy here is better than I am at installing doors, or or, you know, putting in mirrors. But it's your frame of mind. Is you want to? Are you in this for business to make money? Or you in it to be an artist? Like a lot of people are good artists, and they just want to put their name on it, and that makes them happy. So I, I guess really what comes down to it is what makes you happy. If you want to be in the glass business, what is it that you want to do to make you happy? Like I'm talking to a guy on the east coast of Florida, and he doesn't want to do any installing anymore, but he wants to to get into fabrication, and he wants to buy the equipment. And, and I'm saying, boy, if you don't have a if you don't have customers, you're, you're taking a the right market. <laughs> big expense if you don't have customers already. 
unless you're your own customer. I mean, you got to run those 24 seven to make money, just about. There, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. But I was just wondering if, you know, the guys that have been in the business a long time, yeah, uh, if you had it to do over and you were starting right now, you know, you just got a vaccination with the fountain of youth and you're 25 years old and you want to start I up because you love the glass business, what would you do? Would you still polish and seam yourself, cut, drill your own holes for outlets and the mirrors? I know what I would do. I was my first business in Delaware. I'd look into that Mr. Shower Door I saw down the neighborhood and went right into shower doors. <laughs> Should have done it back then. <laughs> yeah. Got out of all the other stuff. They're in a, the one in Delaware in Newark? Yeah. yeah. I had my first little shop there in Newark on Main Street. And, uh, never got to meet the gentleman, but saw the van, knew where he lived, little development, worked out of his garage. Nice guys. That's where I, I got the idea. Yeah. When I opened this time, that's all I started with was just doing shower doors. Yeah. And my little community, I'm, you know, I'm a country guy. I opened a glass shop just to stay busy and, and to service my county here uh, for just residential repairs and things like that. So my in your money's, my money's in shower doors. I, I do hospitality and I travel in a bigger area. We have, uh, Northern Virginia, people moving down here, summer homes, vacation homes, yeah. retirement. So there's a little money, not a huge market, but a nice, comfortable market. Well, when I started, I was in Springfield, Massachusetts, and believe me, it's an armpit. It, you know, it very, very, very blue collar. <clears throat> I'm just lucky that I made it there, but not an area where I would certainly even look at opening up a location, you know, to get any kind of volume out of. But there's a lot of good glass guys around. But like you said, um, they like putting their hands on it and they're really good, but they're, they, they're not going to grow. They're not going to get any bigger. I don't know if they have aspirations of getting bigger. But at what point do you decide you want to get into machinery or you just want to sell and install? That's a big decision. Mm -hmm. a I big wouldn't decision. do the machinery wrap. That's, that's a higher level that I would want to get into personally. Yeah, it's a big more the customer crap. guy and and you know at the house buying from you. <laughs> yeah. Well, look at now Ellie Ben, did you do the same thing? You started kind of like me, just doing installations, then get into fabrication. Yeah, so yeah, so here in Florida, that's pretty much how we started. We were doing just the installs and then you know all of the yeah. issues that all of the companies have ordering glass. So we just decided to be uh, pretty much like our company right now, we are the only customer for um, for glass. So we just do everything in house. Yeah, yeah. But if you had to start over again and, and you didn't do the install, you were only doing the fabricating, do you think there'd be enough business to just fabricate for people around you? Uh, it, you know, in Florida, yes. In Florida, you definitely have, you know, a lot of uh, business if you were just a fabricator company you know there's only you know a handful in central florida and then i guess with the exception of miami you know there's uh there's not too many companies that actually temper glass but um yeah that's a good question yeah just kind of interested and then hey, I, go ahead I think, Chris. think about doing you know that you know being a fabricator is that you really are 
becoming more of a, um, just like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you know, it's, it's a product. I mean, you're, you're really up against your competition, you know? I mean, so it's like, you really have to either be able to do it for less money or, um, or get it done faster. I guess it's the same as anything else, you know, I mean, or, you know, you need to be able to provide some kind of a premium in order to set yourself apart from, from the others. It's like, you know, in, in our area, there are several, you know, vendors that I can buy glass from, but, you know, I, I pick the people who can get it to me, you know, meet all these, these criteria, which are primarily number one, it's like service. You know, it's like if, if, uh, you know, everybody's going to make mistakes. We were talking about this earlier. And everybody makes mistakes. But it's how you can recover from that. And having a vendor who, you know, if they do something wrong, they fix it. Just really quick. No argument. No big fuss. You know, they just fix it. You know, um, price is always a factor. You know, speed, you know, is always a factor. Quality is a huge, huge one, you know. Um, so between, like, quality and service, that's to me, the big deal, you know? Um, All right, so I got a question. I got a challenge on this now. So this okay. is good. This is some good topic. Yeah. You say service is important. Now, Alibon and I are both in manufacturing. You're making it for, Alibon, you're making it for yourself. We're making it for ourselves and our competitors. And uh, we, we felt that if we were gonna survive bad times, it had to be because of service. But the second part, it had to be quality. So then, it, then there's a fine line. What do you lean towards, service or quality? Because you've got time, service, quality, and price. So you've right. got four big factors. I'm going to take price out of the picture. Unless you're way out of the price range, I'll pay $30, $40 for a door more than I would pay from another if I'm going to get it on time and the quality is going to be right. Do you no. guys agree with that or you disagree? With that? I totally agree with that. I agree. Okay. Because that 45 you're going to lose it when it's wrong. And you got to yep. go back to the house and you make concessions and you wasted a day, right? To me, that's a big deal. Reliability is a big deal. You're going to be there on time. You, everybody's got jobs. And if, if most builders do bad job scheduling, that means you're measuring the day of closing mm -hmm. and they're pressuring you to get the job in. So reliability and reliability on time is, to me, more important then quality comes into there, which is important also, and then uh, price. So to me, I put price last, yeah. but I don't know if everybody feels that way because when you go out knocking on doors, the first thing they talk about is price. They don't talk about quality or service. And it's really funny when you're a salesman and you're out there trying to get new business, how do you compare against Old Castle? How's your pricing? <laughs> I mean, it's, it shouldn't even be in the topic, but it is. Do you say that when your sales reps come, you get guys call on you to, you know, another glass vendor ever call on you to try and get business? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. How does that discussion go? Um, you know, usually it's, uh, here's the thing. It's like, I, um, I, I've been doing business with Old Castle uh, for the past few years. So I, I you know, I was, I was ordering from different people and Old Castle kind of reached out to me. I was ordering from them from time to time. And their sales guy got in touch with me and he was like, hey, 
what do we have to do to get like all of your business? You know, um, and uh, I mean, that's that was kind of how they approached me. I was like, well, I don't know, let's talk. What can, what can we do? You know, and um, they they matched or beat all the pricing that I was getting. But um, on top of that, their service just is excellent. And this is, you know, I know not every service center for Old Castle, you know, across the country is the same. I mean, you know, it depends on the people you have in the service center. But um, the people that I'm dealing with, um, let me see. Oh yeah, good, thanks. Uh, are, are just are just really great. And and um, I don't talk about this very much, probably not enough, but I really got to give these guys props. They um, deliver to me within a couple of days. Um, and uh, they tell me when it's coming and it comes on the day that, it's, that it's, they say it's coming. And if it doesn't, they're calling me that the day before saying, hey, you know what? Our, our truck's not going to make it because of this or that. It'll be on this other day. And they're really good at that. Um, if it comes in wrong and I, and, uh, and I call them and say, I don't even call them to email and say, hey, look, there's something wrong with this. It's no questions. They just remake it. They don't, they're not like, okay, well, let's come. We're going to come and pick up a piece of glass and inspect it and see if you're, you know, you're telling us the truth or whatever, you know, they just like, boom, they start remaking it and they, they'll get it out within a couple of days. Um, so, uh, I mean, they're really hitting all of those things. Now, quality, you know, um, might slip a little bit from time to time. And I might start getting like a, a number of things that are, that are coming in wrong, but they're so quick at fixing it that, um, it, it doesn't really matter, you know, because I'm telling my customers, hey, it's going to be two or three weeks. Um, so that's what they're expecting. That gives my supplier time to make it wrong and remake it and still get it to me in time for me to, to, to keep my promises and stuff. So you're, inspect, you're inspecting it in your shop. You're not just throwing it on your truck, going out to the house and hoping it fits. Absolutely. Yeah. I always inspect. I mean, if it gets to the job and it's, and there's something wrong with it, I really screwed up. Yeah. Right. No, it's just yeah. like I do. You know, I, but, I, I use glass fabrics, use Old Castle, but yeah, it, it comes yeah. in the shop. We put it on the table. We check it. We put all the hardware on it. We check, we have a shower guard reader because we use a lot of that. Check it for shower guard. If it's on the wrong side, we, you know, we, we we move on to something else. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So, exactly. <clears throat> so do you ever yeah. have any problem? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say, do you ever you ever have an employee that you always felt this is a really good employee? I wish I never, you know, I hope they never left. And then when they do leave and you get thrown into their job, you realize they weren't really as good as I thought they were. <laughs> you know, I, I'm finding shortcuts that they took or things that they really shouldn't have done. And I found that happened a few times when I changed suppliers. As good as I thought they were, you can't really gauge it on the other guys because you haven't tried the other guys yet. So sometimes when they drop the ball, they put the ball in your court to go ahead and try somebody else. And those things happened a lot in my experience. You know, I, I've gone through the old castle, the uh, guardian plants, coral uh, was a really good example of it. Uh, 
you know, I, I started with Old Castle and when I went to Coral, it was night and day difference. And I only went to Coral because Old Castle kept dropping the ball on things and I had to try somebody else. But then uh, they ran into a problem when the tornadoes went through uh, Tuscaloosa and until they were back up and running, I had to try a couple other vendors and I did. And I went back to Coral as soon as they were back up and running. Uh, and it really made a difference. I mean, I, I went through the, uh, the old castle up in Tampa and they were just horrific. We used the one down in, in Miami and we used the Guardian in Miami and they were horrific. Mm -hmm. So, you know, sometimes situations come up and kind of force the issue to try somebody else. Then you say, geez, I'm glad I did. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how I ended up where, where I am now. You know, and, and when I started, when I first started out, um, I was buying stuff from Old Castle, and I was having a terrible time with it. I mean, it was like, it was awful. Yeah. So, I mean, it's the same, I'm talking about the same location, same building, you know, but it's like, what happened for me was, I think a big part of what happened for me is like, I've got a contact there who, uh, who I deal with. And I, I send him, I, I email him my stuff or well, I, I just give him a heads up. I use showers online and I directly order from there. Um, so, uh, so, so you see that, that content. So who do you use? Okay. Who's your contact? Oh, um, it's, um, Brandon. <laughs> Um, it's, um, let me see here. Let me, let me tell you, cause he, he is a great guy, man. Um, Brandon Moore. He used to be a You're great out there, guy. Brandon Moore. Shout out to you, man. You are making my job easy. He used easier. to be a Craig Garcia, I believe. He is a good guy, man. It's like, you know, I'll, I'll send him. Some comes, especially, you know, like I have a problem. It's like, Hey, Hey, Brandon, I've got a problem with this. Yeah. It's like done. You know, I mean, just like that, because it's like the idea of like going back to a vendor and it's like, oh, hey, I've got a problem. They're like, oh, really? Well, uh, what, what exactly is wrong with that? Well, you cut, you know, you cut the hinge cut out too shallow. It's, it's not going to work. You know, I mean, it's not going to fit. Oh, well, could you take a photo and send it to me? I was like, well, really? You know, I mean, you know how much my time is worth? <laughs> way more than the shower door if you would have just remade the shower door and charged me for it yeah. you would have actually saved me money yeah right <laughs> you know and i just can't do business like that and i've had so many vendors do me like that these guys know it's like i'll i'll, I'll get something and say that there'll be a scratch or something like I, I think i can get away with that and i'll send an email email and say hey this door is scratched uh it's down pretty low though i think i can i think i can sell it but i just want to be on the record you know if, if they reject it I'll, that we had this conversation you know and um and they appreciate that so they know that i'm not i'm i would never you know so chris this goes back to what i talking about teaching kids about relationship building you yeah. see you that Brandon saved the old castle business with you because of his relationship and he knows how to deal with you. Yep. And that's, that's what's so important with schools and they should be able to teach those relationships. It, it's really, really important. Hey, but Chris, going back to old castle, you know, I tried to get in touch with them, give me some pricing. And the guy that used to call on us, well, he went over to the other side 
And the, the other guy is, yeah, glass half. And, uh, and so the guy called, and finally I said, who's my sales rep? He called me, I said, well, you know, I need some pricing so I can order from you. I'm not gonna order just off the bat. I never heard from him, you know? Stuff like that just, you know. I know. You know, I've had that same experience with, with other, you know, another good example of this is like Cardinal. I mean, those guys are fantastic. If you've got a good service center, man, it is golden. Those guys are great because they've got a great product. I mean, yeah. I've never heard anybody talk bad about their product. I mean, you know. You're talking about Cardinal Shower Door? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All their products. All their products. They've got a ton of great products. Yeah. They've got shower doors. They've got, you know. They went. They went through some growing pains, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. They've. I mean, you know, everybody has that, right? I mean, you yeah. need to expect that. Do you have problem with your uh, deliveries on the rack trucks? Um, with, with all the other glass, no, from Old Castle. Old Castle. Yeah. Not, not generally. Yeah. Not generally. I went through. I started off with uh, a company that does. They're like a um, middleman for Old Castle. They. They just do shower doors. You order from them, they get it from Old Castle. And then I went to Cardinal and dealt with them for a while. Then they were sold out. But I went with the True Light. There's five other different glass suppliers I was getting better pricing from, but they were coming in on a truck wrong. No customer service. You could not get through to anybody. You couldn't have a relationship with somebody because there's one person sitting at the desk overloaded with orders. Uh, and they usually didn't know anything about shower doors at all. But going to H what's HMI now, uh, HMI Glass Innovators or whatever, mm -hmm. I could call them at any time. They have a pod dedicated to my area. If I have an issue, they'll remake it for me right away. They'll overnight it to me. Yeah. Uh, the price is a little bit higher. Their glass is wrapped edging wrapped it's in a box truck protected it, it, the, their service has really gotten really good yeah and the remakes half price unless they made the mistake they'll, they'll run the i guess they have a special line they run around and they're updating all their equipment they just enlarged their uh, tempering facility the thing in reno um, mm -hmm. i'm happy with them yeah but that's what they do they do shower I can get my insulated glass and my flat glass off of the glass guys, but I won't get showered with from them anymore because it's just another product they sell. Whereas like with Bill, you sell shower doors. That's what you do. Cardinal, they sell shower doors. That's their specialty. That's the language they talk. And their customer service is the second to none, my opinion. Yeah, well, and that's your service center, you know, and it's like, that's the thing about these big companies with lots of locations. It's like, you know, the results, it's not like a McDonald's where like, you know, you're going to get this, the exact same product and service no matter where you go, good or bad, right? It's going to be the exact same thing no matter where you go. And um, with these service centers, it's not. I mean, it, it only takes, you know, that one person, that one rep or that one cog in the wheel to kind of screw things up or make things really great you know so it's like um you know i have you know so it just depends on on where you're you're located i know a lot of people have a lot of trouble i see people bitching about full castle all the time and they're having a hard time with them i'm just really fortunate to to have you know well, back to what bill said you have a relationship 
with somebody inside. That's hard to get. And there's somebody who cares about me. You know, there's somebody in there who like, I, I just know that like, you know, hey, when I and I and I and I try to, you know, always be like, like I said before, really polite, really understanding. You know, I want to be, I want to figure out for my vendor, hey, what can I do to make it really easy for you to serve me? I mean, what can I do to make my drawings, you know, as clear as possible, my instructions as clear as possible? I mean, would you rather I call? Would you rather I? I tax, would you rather I email, would you rather I, you know, order directly from showers online? And they said to me, it's like, you know, I was getting quotes from them. Here's another example of the same, same relationship. It was like, I was getting quotes, I get a quote and I'd order, I get a quote and I'd order. And then he said, and I was, it was starting to get kind of clunky. And he said, hey, why don't you just order and not get a quote? You know, just skip the quote and just go straight to the order. And I was like, you know what? That makes sense. I mean, I know about what it's going to be. I don't have to know down to the nickel, you know, what they're charging me. I know about what it is. I know that I'm charging enough. I started doing that. And man, that sped things up incredibly. There's a really good book. Um, if you're into reading books, I like to listen to audio books, really. Um, and it's uh, called um, The Speed of Trust. And it's, uh, I don't know if you, you're familiar with that book, um, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. It's a really famous book, um, Stephen Covey. And, uh, and The Speed of Trust is actually written by his son, Stephen Covey, like Stephen R. Covey or something. It's not junior, but, but um, excellent book. And it just talks about how, how much time and energy and resources we waste because we don't trust each other. And if you just cut out all that mistrust and get in, you know, just get into a relationship and trust people, man. Let them know that you trust them. Ask them, you know, to be just like the way you ask for a sale. Um, ask people to be loyal to you. Ask people to be faithful to you. Say, hey, can I count on you? Can I trust you? And they say, yes. And then you say, I do. I do trust you. And just launch into a relationship like that. You'll be amazed at how quickly you can get things done when um you trust them they trust you and you can brush all this other crap aside and it's like hey when there's a problem and i learned this when i was working in the food service industry um i used to you know work in the kitchen and stuff it's actually a lot of fun you get into you know uh, a dinner rush man and it's just crazy you know and you're in the weeds and it's like things are screwed up things get jacked up and it's just like hey we're just gonna fix this doesn't matter whose fault it is you know we'll sort out what went wrong when this is over but right now we're just gonna put our you know put our heads together we're gonna you know fix this and just taking that kind of a, an approach to business of like hey, you know, let, let's just make this happen. Maybe I made a mistake. Maybe you made a mistake. That's not really what matters right now. Let's just get this done and then Thank we'll right. sort it out. If I owe you money, send me a bill. <laughs> I'll pay the bill. You know, Happy so, to. So going back to Old Castle, so we, you know, we do everything. So we've tried to order, you know, large tempered lights, like eight by eight or lamp or you know anil mm -hmm. they won't deliver them it says too no. big for the, they too big for the driver to get off the truck you know even with with someone there to help them yeah 
you know, we we order, you know, we order, you know, we do we do everything. So we order a wires light. They won't deliver to you. Wow. Yeah, that's so that's a problem. Yeah. So then I go to the other side, <laughs> and no problem, you know. Yeah. They'd bring it in standing up, and I said, "Now take it back and lay it down," because I'm not taking it off the truck standing up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and that's the thing. I mean, it's like I am. I'm just about the luckiest glazer in the world, man. Sounds like I mean, you are. Like, <laughs> things just, yeah, they, everything's just kind of come, you know, gone my way, you know. <laughs> and getting back to kind of like what Bill was asking originally about, you know, if you had it to do over again, you're starting over, you're, you know, a kid again, oh, how would you do it different? You know, man, if I could set it up the way that I have it right now, if I could have done that when I was, you know, just starting out, man, I, I you know, I don't know. I, I would be, um, I don't know. My, I don't know what would have happened to me. You know, when I first started, my dad was doing custom homes in Pebble Beach. And, you know, I grind a 45 degree miner on a plate, no problem. And then my, my two brothers in the service, they came back, got in the business, and we went in the commercial side of it. You know, I, I cut up a ton of storefront. I did a winery, I, you know. Mm -hmm. And that died in 1980, so then we went back to uh, residential. So, like I said, we had a lot of glass in our shop, had a lot of it, ground it, mirrors, drilled holes, and everything. So yeah. if I started today, I won't do that. <laughs> so, yeah. Chris, so Chris, if you did go back and you, and you started over again, would you still stay as a single-man shop? I would. I mean, I'd at least start out like that. Um, I would have to see, you know, where it went from there. I mean, times are different now, either than they were 20 years ago. I mean, big time. I don't have to tell you that. Oh, yeah. I mean, just the way, you know, industry is now and, um, and going forward. I mean, there's just, there's kind of a lot of uncertainty about, you know, what, what's coming next. Um, in terms of supply line, all, all sorts of things, you know, red tape and all that. But um, I mean, I, I wouldn't do anything. If I was starting over, I wouldn't do anything but shower doors. I'd do it exactly the way I'm doing it now. I would go out, measure, sell, and order everything delivered in, you know, um, have, have everything delivered to me. I would probably, I wouldn't even need as much shop space as I have. And I don't have much. I've got like a thousand square feet of shop space probably. Um, I, I could get by with half of it. Yeah, yeah. You know, easy. I mean, I've got, you know, a bunch of junk laying around because I've just got extra space and just, just tend to fill it up. Me too. <laughs> right? You just tend to fill If you've got it, you fill it up. i got a ton of junk. But, um, but if I started from that place, because I've gone through all of the whole being full service and having crews of guys and having, you know, multiple trucks running and all that. I've done all that. And then got to where I am now, kind of, kind of like moved in reverse or something. But if I started out where I am now, I might, you know, I might grow. I might even franchise it or something, um, because it's a it's a good brand and it's it's a good business model. But um, 
you know, I'm busy doing, pursuing my artistic interests and, you know, inventing little gadgets and like writing and, and doing stuff like that, which, which I really enjoy. I just like, I like being in the industry, yeah. you know, and having a, having a shower door shop puts me like right on, you know, the street, you know, so to speak, you know, of, um, of being really hands-on involved in that, which that's, that's kind of fun, but, you know, I'm not going to be able to do this forever. Well, I think that's the point. Uh, can you make enough money to substantiate yourself without wearing yourself out because you're doing the measuring and the installing? There's going to be a point where you say, my knees aren't holding up. My back is killing me. Panels are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Glass is getting thicker and heavier. Mm -hmm. uh, there's going to be a point where you say, I got to get a young buck to do this, but I wouldn't mind doing the sales and overseeing it. And then when does that lead to the next guy? And, you know, or does it? And what happens when the young buck leaves and decides that, man, you know what, Chris, thanks. I learned enough. I want to do it myself now. Yeah. And then you're back, back to square one again. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. He's yeah. Wrong. You know, yeah. We've yeah, all been some, through it, right? Right. Yeah, right. It's sort of like back in the day, we did a lot of commercial with insulated glass. Yeah. And I thought, you know, those suckers are heavy. You know, then we went to the shower doors. They're even heavier. I mean, yeah, and those are, you know, up little staircases, you know, little narrow staircases with low-hanging ceilings and around these tight corners and these tiny little bathrooms where you have oh, yeah. to get the glass in and then close the door so you've got enough room to, to yeah. work. I always take the door off. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's smart. That's a smart move. Yeah. Hey, Bill. Do all yeah. your uh, installers go out of your uh, fabrication facility or do you, do you have a team out of every uh, location that you guys? So in our fabrication facility, that handles Naples, Fort Myers. But once I get up into the other areas like Sarasota, Orlando, Tampa, those have showrooms there with a space in the back for all the deliveries come from fabrication there. And then the installers would be no different than Chris. You get it installed there. I mean, you get it delivered to you the hardware, everything, and then they install. Do you but, guys check check everything before? Yeah, it checks twice. It checks at our shop. We have a guy that is the delivery guy that checks everything before it leaves based yeah. on the, the order. Yeah. And then let's say a remote store like Tampa, they're checking it in also against their paperwork. Yeah. They've got an inside guy also. Yeah. If, if they needed coatings done, if they need special stuff cut, uh, now with the new black sweeps, if it's black hardware, then he's going to cut a black sweep for him. And those are nice, by the way. It, it, we did a first couple of them. They're really nice. Huh. Awesome. Yeah, you, I, you mentioned that before. That's yeah. FHC, right? What's that? FHC. Is that where you got them? Yes. Yeah. They're reasonably priced, but they really do a nice finished look on the bottom. They look good. I was afraid they were going to be too shiny when you're selling matte black and then you're going to have this high gloss, but no, it looks pretty darn good. It really does. Nice. We, we've got a big competitor on the Monterey Peninsula. I think they have three shops. When the guys do their shower doors, they just tell them, here's your paperwork, your glass is over there, throw it in your truck, here's your hardware, and leave. And nothing gets checked. So those guys get paid by the job or by the hour, the installers? By the hour. They're paid by the hour. And they get out there, doesn't fit. Doesn't fit, they come back. Yeah. 
I had a guy that worked for me for years and he decided to go to you know, the other side of the fence. And I didn't want to tell him what was going to happen to him, but I knew. And they had three shops, one in Monterey, one in Hollister, and they work out of Watsonville. He ended up in Hollister working and he'd go out and do jobs and nothing fit. I think you know? I know the shop you're talking about. Of course you do. <laughs> so so you, pay, you pay your guys by the job? Me? No. Yeah, they take no. over responsibility? No, they're all hourly. Hourly? Yeah, yeah. You know, hourly, they get bonuses after, you know, doing so many completes. We have a matrix that we set up. Uh, each job is assigned a certain time frame. Mm -hmm. So if it's a door and panel, they'll get an hour and a half plus the half hour travel. Uh, so there's a time frame for a slider, a single door, all the way through a five-piece custom or steam. So you do track them on your truck in your trucks? Yeah, we track job completion. Uh, they have to call in every job in case there's service calls on the way. Yeah. We got GPSs on the truck, so we know at least where they are when they're moving. Yeah. Yeah. I had a, we had a we had a supplier that would deliver tabletops to us, and they would track they track their trucks. The guys on the side of the road for forty five minutes. Yeah, that happens. You know. <laughs> yeah, we could next week we could tell stories about what we've found over the years. <laughs> Doesn't I guess it helps new guys to try and be preventative, but I mean before our trucks had GPSs on them, God knows what they were getting away with. Yeah. Like this one company that Chris knows about, there used to be a donut shop over in Monterey. And the guys would leave the shop and they go to the donut shop for a half hour. Sure. Before they went to work. <laughs> yeah. That's what they thought of their boss. You know? Yeah. Hey, we used to do that. Joys of having employees. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We had to set a policy. You only get like these guys, our gas stations have the donut shop built in on our coffee. And every morning they would leave and then they would all congregate again. All 15 or 20 of them would sit around, get their coffees, wait for everybody before they'd leave. And we were losing an hour, hour and a half a day yeah. with 20 guys. Yeah. Said, okay, the rule is now you fill up on your way back because they're coming back at random times yeah. and they're not going to sit and congregate. So you leave in the morning, you're going directly to the customer's house and you fill up with gas on the way back. That's the only way we could, we could solve it. There you go, yeah. just break it up. Really. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Hey, you learn from experience, right? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Nobody has to use the bathroom in the morning until they get to work and clock in. And yeah. Off to the bathroom, they go for 15 minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, had guy, I had one guy who did that. He says, if you need the bathroom, go use it. They come clock in, you know? Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Adds up. You can tell a lot about a person by those little habits, right? Oh, yeah. All right. So if anyone's going to the show, I know you're going to wrap up, but look us up. And I'll, Chris, I'll send you pictures from the show, I guess, if you're not going to yeah, be there. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, gosh, I don't know. Next Wednesday, you'll be down there, right? I won't be there. When, no, I'm coming back Tuesday night. Okay. So I'll be there Monday and half a day Tuesday. I fly out at like four o'clock in the afternoon. So I'll be back on this Wednesday night, but I'll grab some pictures, try and send them to you. So if you want to put them up, yeah. anything, anything you want pictures of in particular? 
do it, man. Yeah, let's. Uh, no, we'll next week we'll, we'll talk about uh, glass building, what's going on out there, and interested in seeing you know if there's anything. You know me, I'm like, I'm a gadget guy, you know. So it's like anything new, anything like. Who's at the show that buys your gadgets? Um, FHC. FHC buys your gadget stuff. So yes, if I sir. see them on display, I'll get a picture for you. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Hey, Bill, I want to ask you, a couple months ago, Keith was showing a little level, the suction cup that you put like on the door. Yeah. That it, it you yeah. Instead of holding the level, do they work and do you carry those? Uh, yeah, he ordered them from somebody. I think he put the link on there, but yeah. It's level they, up or something like that, level yeah. one or. They're phenomenal. Chris, didn't you make something relatively similar to that? Um, I was working on something in that, in that, you know, realm, but yeah. um, I'm interested in seeing that thing. I might want one of those. Yeah, Keith's got one in the office. Uh, I think they're going to be at the show. All right, I'll yeah, look it up. Sure. They're Australian or something like that. They're Yeah, the guy sent them to him because he's got such a big following that people are sending him stuff to promo for him. <laughs> such an he's entertainer. Got, <laughs> he's got these uh, Viper sunglasses now and they love him. So he got some out for Andrew. You'll, you'll see the Viper ones are pretty funny. So how big is that show in Atlanta? Well, it's your typical glass show. It's pretty big. Well, I don't think it's uh, compared to Vegas. Vegas. That's almost the same. Yeah. They, I mean, they, they go back and forth, right? It's the same show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it dwarfs by comparison to the one in Dusseldorf. I mean, that thing is just unbelievable. Wow. I think the Dusseldorf's like 15 times the size of it. Oh, yeah. Wow. That would be awesome. That, that just and back in the 70s, that glass show was twice as big, too. Yeah, it probably is. So many more machine. There's a lot of machines. There's a whole section of all machinery there. If they get the taxi come set them up. <laughs> they are our autoclave just left uh California. Yes. Right. Yesterday. Yeah. The oh. thing is monstrous. Monstrous. So it should arrive in at our shop the day I come back from all right. Glass, so cool, cool just, man. I'll be excited just, to see some photos of that. He said pictures of that. Thing yeah. is a monster. It's a monster. Oh, oh that. It's gotta be. All right. Right all on. Right. Well thanks for showing up you guys. Yeah it was fun. Have a great trip out to Glass Bell build, you know, give yeah. my love to all the people out there. Take plenty of pictures. Yeah. yeah, I know so uh, your goodie bag. Billy Britt will be there. I don't see Billy on tonight. Yeah, Billy. Yeah. Uh, do you I know, know uh, heading there? Greg Stoll. Do you know Clinton Glass from Knoxville? Greg's awesome. I know he'll be there. Anyhow, see you guys awesome. next week. All right, All right, guys. See you next time. Right. Hey, this is Chris Phillips, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. You may want to join the Shower Door Professionals group on Facebook. Just go to Facebook and search for Shower Door Pros, and you'll find us. I look forward to seeing you.